In the Gospel lesson, on this, the first Sunday in Lent, Jesus issues a call. Repent and believe the Gospel. That call is preceded by the dramatic story of the temptation of Jesus by Satan in the wilderness. And so that call requires introspection on our part, particularly about our failures in time of temptation, as we this season turn back to a God who is not finished with us yet. For the text, we'll look at three things. First, his, I hit that button twice, didn't I? First, his 40 days in the wilderness. Then, our 40 days of Lent. Then asking, and what are these 40s for? Part one, his 40. The temptation story precedes the call to repent. And interestingly, in all three lesson series that we use in the church, the temptation story always comes up on the first Sunday in Lent. Mark's is the minimalist version. No dramatic scenes of stones to bread, of leaping from the pinnacle of the temple, of surveying the kingdoms of the world. No repartee where Jesus quotes scripture, one must not live by bread alone, and Satan retreats for a more opportune time. Instead, the story is about the fact that Jesus was tempted and the circumstances within which the tempting took place. Yes, it's a fact. Jesus was tempted. He's not some divine creature in human guise who is immune from temptation. No, according to the writer of the letter to the Hebrews, he is like us in every respect. And Satan was after him to entice him to improper behavior, to entrap him between his physical needs and his dedication to God, to thwart God's plan in sending Jesus in the first place, to counter God's love with evil. But Mark's gospel also focuses on the circumstances. This takes place in the desert, the place to which prophets went to seek God, the place in which the children of Israel wandered and were formed into God's people. It takes place over 40 days, recalling the 40 days and 40 nights of rain preceding the flood, recalling the 40 days Moses was secluded on Mount Sinai when he received the law, recalling the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness before entering the promised land, recalling the 40 days that Elijah journeyed into the wilderness to reach the mountain of God. And Jesus was with wild beasts, Mark notes. There's multiple layers of meaning here, not just the direct verbal assault of Satan, but those wild and demonic forces were all around. 
giving Jesus a degree of solidarity with those for whom Mark wrote his gospel, those Christians in Rome who had been traumatized by Nero's persecution. And the angels kept ministering to him, to his physical needs, as messengers of the Father, as protectors. Yes, he was vulnerable. Again, Mark doesn't tell us what happened, but Jesus appeared in Galilee. Repent and believe the good news, he announced. He more than survived, for his work begins with mighty words and mighty deeds, notably silencing and casting out demons who knew who he was. The word about Jesus spread, not only through the villages of Galilee, but also throughout the world of Satan and his minions. Part 2. Hour 40. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. The 40 days of Lent are for us a time of introspection. And our story is not so pretty, for we get entrapped in our falsehoods. We are enticed to improper behavior. And we persist in that behavior sometimes for way more than 40 days. Taking seriously the call of Jesus to repent forces us to look inwardly. And what we see is not pretty. The wording of our confessional rites rings so true. We might live in an age that doubts the existence of the demonic beings, relegating them to the realm of entertainment, you know, Stephen King novels and horror movies. But the power of evil is prevalent and evident in our age. In many ways, we too are with the wild beasts. Sometimes we're even one of them. Unfortunately, it's also an age that doesn't believe seriously in angelic powers, relegating them to Hallmark movies and syrupy TV specials. Although we often fail, these ministers from God do continue to help and protect us. How much worse off would we be without them? But we get so caught up in ourselves that we don't even notice they're part of our story. And again, we fall short. As we look inwardly during these 40 days, we can be horrified by what we see in ourselves. His 40 was a victory. Our 40 shows our defeat. Lent is a time to recognize this reality and to turn back to God for mercy. Part 3. 44. Yes, I'm starting the third part of this message with a play on words. Not the number 44, but 40 for a purpose. 40 for a reason. 40 for you. Those 40 days in the wilderness were not just a test of Jesus' metal, a cage match with Satan. Those 40 were for you. Those 40 were the first of many times 
that Satan would try to interrupt God's work in Jesus for you. Satan would silence the demons for you so that you would know he was the Son of God. Jesus would shut down the lies of Satan, those lies that say God won't forgive, with a simple word. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. A word that rings across the centuries for you. Jesus would deflect the misdirection of Satan by asserting, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. A word that speaks to you. Yes, Jesus would wrestle with the doubts raised by Satan. Father, if it be possible, he prayed, remove this cup from me. Not my will, but yours be done. And it was done for you. And there was that moment on the cross, amidst all the darkness and pain hanging by himself when Jesus cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And at that moment, Satan felt so powerful, so proud. Jesus is dead, buried in a tomb. I have won or so he thought, until suddenly someone started messing around with that stone. God had not forsaken Jesus and raised him from the dead, all for you. Those 40 days in the wilderness were just the beginning, and it was all for you, 40 for you so that you can repent and believe the gospel. Because of Jesus, these 40 days of Lent can be your 40 for something else. You know, when we think of the word temptation, especially in this context and our own failures, it has a very negative connotation. We're poor, miserable sinners. But we're sinners who've been redeemed by Christ. We have heard the call of the gospel. And in 40 days, we will celebrate at the top of our lungs when Easter morning dawns. And that reality opens up new possibility for us. For the word that we is translated temptation also carries the connotation of attempting something new. See the play on words there? Of discovering the nature of something different. And everything is different because of Jesus. These 40 days can be days to be reconciled with God, with your neighbor, with your child, with your co-worker. These 40 days can be opportunities to invite someone on your heart to come and see, to reach out to someone in need with some extra help, to be a secret angel for someone who may be wondering if angels even exist anymore, to be a word of comfort or a shoulder to cry on 
for somebody who's lost or alone or grieving to join a missional community here at church or to step forward and offer to start a new one. To decide that maybe this is the year you will go to Costa Rica or help make sure that somebody else can afford to do so. These 40 days can be 40 for not only looking inwardly, but also stretching yourself outwardly. Because those days that Jesus spent in the wilderness were only the beginning of what he would do for you. Today, the church calendar commemorates Martin Luther, who died on this date 478 years ago, 1546. Now, Luther is reported to have been pestered by the devil throughout his life particularly when he was in seclusion. One legend recounts that while translating the Bible at the Wartburg Castle, in the room you see here, Luther was so disturbed by the devil that he threw his inkwell at the devil and it left a stain on the wall of his study. Now, I'm all for contesting the devil in any way possible, but our text suggests that these 40 days of Lent are also an opportunity for us, penitent of our sins and restored by the gospel, to thwart Satan in the world by turning outward to this diabolical world with the good news of Jesus. Takeaways. His 40 in the wilderness those were just the beginning. Our 40 are a time for introspection, but also a time of opportunity to extend our missional efforts outward for many more. Since God isn't finished with you yet, what will you use your 40 for? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.